Welcome to the new game, Bullshit. Jeffrey Whitnagan, I run Hagen'sAlley.wordpress.com. I'm also the Subcon 3 on forums like Nintendo Age and Club. I'm a double award-winning published author um, for Hidden Treasures, a book that's on sale at Lulu.com. It's also on the right side of the page that you're probably listening to the podcast on right now. You can help support us. Instead of like every other podcast where they want you to give money to keep their podcast going, all you got to do is support us by actually buying a gaming book, and a little bit of that money will go towards the podcast. And I've also written towards a few different gaming publications, such as Nintendo Force, Pixel Nation, and Retro Gaming Times Monthly. And we've got guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm big into uh, no death runs, high score runs, uh, collector of all things, vintage and retro, uh, pretty much anything video game related. Also collect figures, vinyl, VHS, tap handles, old beer signs, and old beer steins. And we've got Kevin. Greetings, gamers. Kevin here, a.k.a. KWK. You can see my site on kwkbox.com. And also visit my channel, kwkbox, on YouTube at any time for support. We do lots of Let's Plays and have videos of all of us in different forms. So if you want to add a voice to a face, my channel is the place to be. Please call our number, leave a voicemail or a text message at 262-264-VGBS. Alright, so we are on episode 21. 21! Woo! Congratulations! <laughs> but uh, yeah, so episode 21. We're just making progress. <laughs> So, um, yeah, today we're going to do a little bit of um, a wrap-up of Shatterhand. Shatterhand! Shatterhand! Yeah, so tonight is the ominous Shatterhand. Hell yeah. So, um, yeah, I think what we'll do is we'll do Shatterhand kind of like we did uh, Biocom. I'll set a little bit of uh, wallpaper, as Kyle likes to say. You know how to fucking roll it up, bro. Yeah, and then after um, I said a little bit of wallpaper, set the groundwork, uh, you'll go into a little bit on the mechanics and things. I know you're the uh, the notes master. And then we'll uh, just go back and forth on our experiences. All Stay right. Man. Balls to the wall. Exactly. Balls to the wall, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotcha. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so Shatterhand uh, is a side-scrolling action game. Uh, one of the things that people are going to notice that listen a lot, um, we love our side-scrollers here on VGBS. Um, it was developed by Natsume and published oh, yeah. by Jellico. Natsume is a classic company. Yeah. Um, awesome. They put out so many classics on the NES, some of our favorites on the NES. They put out Power Blade. Shadow the Ninja, Shatterhand, of course, um, and Dragon Fighter, believe it or not. Um, scat? Scat? Yes. Scat. 
Um, Shadow, yeah, Shadow, I already mentioned Shadow the Ninja. And um, Power Blade 2, which is, if you find that, fucking pick it up, because it's rares. Oh, hell. So, I mean, there's quite a few. They even did Abadox. Um, that's kind of a, a little of a hidden gem, in my opinion. Game's badass, and it's really hard, so it's a good challenge. Exactly. Um, Shatterhand was released in 91, um, in the States and in Europe in 92. Uh, so the plot... Uh, it's set in the year 2030, and you're going against a group a group of military renegades known as Metal Combat, led by General Gus Grover. Sounds <laughs> Gus Grover <laughs> like Triple G, but it's like I think a Grover from Sesame Street. General <laughs> Gus Grover, that's amazing. Like Super Grover flying after you. <laughs> Well, basically, all your Kyle's buddy, General Gus Grover, <laughs> is seeking to conquer the world by building an army of cyborg soldiers. Now, here's the best part. Your name, Steve Herman. Herman, yes. I thought that was like, okay. Pee-wee's, Pee-wee's father. <laughs> so intimidating, man. He's you. basically a police officer from the Bronx and loses his hands and his arms in a skirmish. Uh, and basically, he has offered two specially developed cybernetic arms. And they're developed by Law and Order Regulatory Division, the Lord. <laughs> yes. Wow. This game is ridiculous. It's so in depth. <laughs> of, but of course, Pee Wee's father accepts the offer and oh, becomes yeah. an agent codenamed Scatterfist. No, Shatterhand. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> What's cool about a Shatterhand, though, is that there's a huge, complicated power-up system that Kyle's going to go over, and they're all based off of Greek letters. Um, I'm not familiar with Greek letters, so it was actually... I had trouble, like, figuring out the combination of just memorizing them, and I refused while playing the game to use, like, a guide, so... Very, very awesome game, though. Um, so, so Kyle, uh, the groundwork is laid for uh, P.B. Herman's father to <laughs> take over. It's fucking great. <laughs> uh, Stephen Herman. <laughs> General Gus Grover and Stephen Herman. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, who thinks of this shit? It's got to be, pro- be programmers' names. It's got to be programmers' names, man. <laughs> There's no way they're like, I got a good name for a hero. Stephen Herman. It's the guys who like got. It's like the publishers probably because they yeah. like got the game and they they did localize it. So <laughs> localization team is a bunch of lamos. General Gus Grover sounds like a good name. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's wrong? Like, holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> it's the most non-intimidating name like ever. <laughs> like you see him coming. <laughs> See him coming. Get covers. He's coming for your ass, boy. <laughs> oh, Grover God. and Herman, like a couple of cartoons wow. and fucking characters. You gotta think yeah. about that. That's like Saturday, Saturday nor- morning cartoon names from the 80s, though, in the ni- early 90s. Yep. Because you got Grover from freaking Sesame, Sesame Street. Yeah. You got freaking Herman, Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse. So. Uh, that, remember that big ball of foil and he like, kept adding to it? That's Hell that's like yeah. a collection. You like that's keep the bi- the that's the bionic <laughs> fucking arm from Shatterhand. He's building them for his dad. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh fucking yeah. So you're telling me that Robo is like Conky's son or something? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd say I would say uh, vice versa since 
Stephen Herman as Pee Wee's father, that Good means point. that Conky is, is the <laughs> whore child of Stephen Herman <laughs> and his cyborg buddies. <laughs> it's just the aftermath of his old man in a microwave or something. <laughs> Holy shit, we got off path real quick on this one. <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's Greek letters, but there's only Alpha and Beta. Alpha looks like the fish, and uh, Beta, it looks like a bee with like... It's elongated on the bottom. When when you once you get three of those, basically you get those from hitting the power ups in the level. There's like little uh, box deals, and when when you hit it, you get a power up. But certain ones have uh, like bombs in them, like a little like grenade, mm-hmm. and so it, some can hurt you too. Now the the weird thing is like I figured it's dodge man, and some of them well, yeah, so you have to be ready. Some some of them have a gold bag as well. And what I realize is sometimes the ones that have the grenade can have the gold bag. Like, it's like vice versa. Like It's like a random thing? Either or, yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Like, I, I'm not sure what makes it. Maybe it's just completely random. It could be. Yeah. So it's kind of like as long as you're fast enough to dodge it, you can risk getting the nice gold bag type thing. But yeah, during the stage, there's like these health, there's like a health healer type deal where if you jump on this platform and you have enough money, and uh, that's another thing about the game, like it, it's, you collect little coins during the level mm-hmm. by killing certain guys and stuff, and certain ones give you big coins and certain ones give you smaller coins, and if you have enough, and there's like a little counter on the bottom of the screen that tells you how many you have, if you have enough um, when you get to these certain points, you can, like, buy stuff. And the the one with the health, it's, like, white. And if you have enough, when you get to that point, you, like, kneel on it, and it'll heal you completely. And they're expertly placed, because you always need it, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Definitely. I was thinking that, too. Yeah, yeah, like, the, the way the playtesting was, like, super duper good. <laughs> yeah, Natsume must have done some really good playtesting, because a lot of their games are are really precise with some of their power-up systems. Yeah, and you, you have to, like, work your way and get better and better as you go. Yeah. Kind of thing, like, and, and then it gets easier, but not without a lot of practice. That's what's cool about the Natsume games. They're not, like, pushover games, but they're not, like, broken crap either. It's It's really crazy how quickly you learn the games because, like, the first weekend that I played Shatterhand, which was the convention weekend, I was like, fuck, this game's hard as shit. And it was, like, destroying me. And, I mean, I was drinking a little bit. But uh, <laughs> but um, but it was like, man, this is this has a pretty steep learning curve. I'm like, it is, this is tough. And I was playing with another guy, and we were both, like, getting destroyed a little bit. But the thing was, is, like, the second time I played it, which was, like, a week later, or, like, yeah, like a week and a day or two later, I played it, and, like, basically sat down and trudged through and beat it like <laughs> it's pretty crazy and I even got through the last level unscathed which is apparently really tough to do <laughs> yeah it's t- it's a pretty tough level um there's health little like healer things yeah there's plenty you know at decent intervals um so as long as you know how to beat the boss because i i just got stuck at that ninja boss because he's really fast and i i had beat him the first time because in the last level there's like a boss rush yeah so you have to fight. It's like three of the bosses. It's not all of them. They're, it's not that bad, actually, at, at all. Um, no. Only if you don't know, like, because I actually beat the ninja guy with the suit. Because now if, okay, so once you, let's go back to the alpha beta. Yeah, we didn't one. even talk about the suits, but um, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I would I would just say though, like before we we jump back to actually talking about the details of the game, yeah. is that there is no time limit. So oh, my my technique and throughout the entire game, so this goes back to right to the beginning actually. So it's a perfect segue. Um, my technique was is I would go slow as fuck through the game and just trudge through a little bit and once i learned the patterns the week prior by getting my ass destroyed a lot um once i learned all the enemy patterns like by the time i got to the final level there was like one new enemy or two new enemies it was easy and so i already knew the boss patterns pretty well because i went through it slowly and so i would say slow and steady definitely wins the race in this game and then you just got to react whenever you have an enemy and kill them that's 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 how i did it so and that's that is an awesome segue because how do you kill them? Well, yep, you're kind of like a Duke Nukem looking guy. It reminds me of Power Blade in in a way, not really. They're actually way different. But just the way the guy looks, got the shades. Is you know, he's like, yeah, what up? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm on steroids. Yeah, so. <laughs> Basically, um, you punch guys with, you know, what Jeff was saying, how he has those, like, fused iron fists or whatever now. So you, you can punch guys. So it's like a close combat game, much like Batman. Now, with Batman, you have the power-ups, like the batarangs and stuff, where you collect them and they give you distance through the power-ups. So that's, like, a strategy to the game. Now, the way that Shatterhand does this is... They give you the robots, and if you get um, three of those alpha or beta um, symbol deals, it um, lines up, and then it creates like a robot. Now, you can get it's as many combinations as pretty much alpha and beta can create between three slots. So, you know, it can be like alpha, 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 beta, 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 alpha, beta, alpha, beta, alpha, beta, etc. So, each one of those creates a different robot buddy, I guess you could call him, and he like follows you with... It during the level while while you play, and mm-hmm. uh, he has a little power up. Now each combination, the guy has a different power up. There's like one with the samurai sword. There's one with like a laser. There's one who throws a mine. Grenades. Um, yeah, mines, grenades, yeah. lasers, fire, little orbs that like go straight up or down. Yeah, there's a guy that has stuff like bounces off the walls and yeah, him in the last level. Useful. Him in the last level, you can basically go through probably half of it without even needing to get close to the guy to kill him because you can find an angle to bounce off the wall and the projectile will eventually hit him. It's hilarious. That, that's actually who I had during the final level the first time the time I went through. That's probably why I beat it without dying. Man, that's it's, basically how you do it. So I actually did that by chance too. That's, that's great. crazy. <laughs> it happens that way sometimes, you know? Yeah, it's, I lucked out and picked the right power-up. Right. That's awesome. And the thing about the uh, the Robot Buddies, though, is it also becomes important to learn where their hitboxes are and learn where they shoot from because you can, like, inch them and sh- have them shoot right on the edge of a platform and still be able to shoot out from the platform. Oh, and yeah. Pr- and protect them because they can be killed. Yep, that's very important. When they when they die, you know, you have to get those three power-ups again. Now, the yes. thing is, if you keep him alive and you get the same combination that you got to get the first robot, so let's say you get Alpha, Alpha, Alpha. If you get Alpha, Alpha, Alpha again while you still have the robot, you turn invincible for 
about 30 seconds, and you turn, you like merge with your robot, much like the last boss of the game, which we'll go into. You merge with your robot and you become like, you know, like you basically the robot suit, kind of like a Metroid looking type thing. Well, like in the Michael um, Jackson Moonwalker, when you become that Mecha Jackson, it's kind of the yes. same thing. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You get to be Mecha Jackson. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> you get to be, you get to be Me- Mecca Stephen. There Herman. you go, Mecca Pee Wee, Mecca Mecca Herman, Mecca Lecca Hi, Mecca Heidi O. Now the thing is, if you get hit while you're invincible, it takes a second for each hit off the time that you're invincible. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. And it tells you the time. Mm. So you still have to be careful. You can't, like, blindly, you know, run through it. Uh, that last boss is impossible for me without the suit on, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know, you know. here's the irony. I beat the game and I didn't get the suit one time because I didn't know about it. Wow. Oh, <laughs> that's impressive. No. I only that's had the suit twice shit. throughout the whole game and I needed him for the boss. That's for damn sure. Well, that's the funny thing about going through a game blind is I didn't know any of that so i just went through and played it like i was a kid running the game for the fir- for the second time because i ran it the week before yeah. <laughs> and i just i didn't i didn't know about that that's awesome actually yeah so that's actually how i beat the the last boss so i i, I really don't know how hard he is because i just you know dodged his his little dash and like got in close and just beat the shit out of him um, but, uh, basically, um, once you beat each, each level and it's like a standard platformer, you go through the, all the little hazards, um, which I wanted to go through, through in a second. Then I, I want to hear Kevin's opinion. And then I, I have a bunch more shit in my notes too. Oh, I got, I got some cool notes too. They're based on certain levels. Sweet, sweet. Um, so that'll, that'll be a good segue from there then. Once you beat each boss, and th- the thing is, this game is pretty challenging, because um, each each level, and you can actually choose the levels at the very beginning of the game. Okay, so you start at area A, and that's kind of like an intro level. It shows you, like, basically how the game how to, works. How to play. In, like, a perfect way to, like, the... It's almost like a tutorial. It's like, you know, after you play that, that level, you're like, okay, I, I got it, basically. Then you get to choose between five levels. You can choose anyone you want, you know. Like Mega Man, it's B through F, and then Area G is the last one, right? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. It. Yeah, yep, that's yeah. Right. So, 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 yeah. So there's Area B through F, and then Area G is the final one. But you can't access Area G until you beat Area B through F. And uh, the the whole thing is Area F is the the hardest one because it's basically A B C D E or F in that order is the difficulty. Pretty much the difficulty, yeah. And they don't tell you what area it is until you beat it. <laughs> now, what's strange to me, and I, I really want to get your opinion on this, and it's a strange programming decision because I don't really see the point of that. Like, why, why would you not tell them? What's the point of that? Like, why would you want someone to play the last level first? With with any of those those Mega Man games, like, it's it's not like... Each robot level is going up in difficulty. No, it's it's usually the boss fights become easier when you use their wep- the right weapon against them. That's right. really the only paper rock scissors game you play. Yeah, which the role why it's called Rockman in Japan. It's like the two people that didn't know that. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> so so it's weird. Like the, okay, so that that makes sense to me why Mega Man Two would have it to where you can choose it mm-hmm. because. But why would you make it like that if the levels went up in difficulty? Isn't that bizarre to you guys? 
Mm, I, I think what what they're just doing is giving gamers a choice and a variety, and I'm not going to complain when there's extra ways to play a game for replayability. It'd be a challenging way to play it. It would be backward or something. Well, like, why start someone when they're just learning it on, like, Area F when well, they, start they don't, you they on don't a. even know what the fuck's going on. They start you on A, so well, that, then yeah, after you get through that easy first level, easy, yeah. I mean, it really, it's F was hard, but I, I think that um they were just giving people a choice, and I think giving them a choice isn't a bad thing. And it also is like, teaches you a lesson. <laughs> Definitely teaches you a lesson. Like, yeah. But Kevin, you said you started at Area F. Right? Yeah, I know. I no, I did a A, and then I went to B, and then I was trying to go across the screen, so I did F. So I was like, "Oh, this seems a little bit harder because it was like progressive." And I just thought that was the order. When I went to F, and I'm like, "Holy hell, are all these levels going to be like this?" <laughs> and then, uh, but it was it was accomplishing. Uh, the only thing, maybe you guys can correct me, where you you weren't able to tell the level at all on the selection screen, right? It wasn't labeled. No, no it, wasn't. It, okay. it only tells you when you beat the level. Yeah, that's that's kind of a nuisance. I mean, uh, they should at least say the yeah. letters are there. So if you want to do F, that's great. I would have. Yeah. I would have liked to have known that was F before exactly. I hit it personally. But that's I mean, what should have been done. It is what it that's is. What's I mean, in our? Yes. It that's isn't my number one gripe head. of the whole game, which I'll save when I grade it. <laughs> Because there, there's one major flaw in this game, but we've had them in other games. But no, the I'm kind of with you. But it can go either way. Like Jeff said, it's you'll just learn, and then oh well, you still got to beat the level anyway. So it's a minor complaint that part. I'll give it, but still, maybe they were just evil, or they were lazy, or just didn't care, want to do something different. You know, I think that's why we got our asses owned the first time I played that first weekend because. I didn't, after we beat that first level, I, I probably went to, like, D first or something. I just yeah. picked levels that looked cool. That's what I did. Uh-huh. And then, you know, we just, we jumped around, and I don't think we beat any levels that first day. <laughs> like, <laughs> we just, we didn't try any twice either. We just each picked one and kept going back and forth. I, I guess the best question would be, if you guys made a hack, would you put the Aryan letter before you started the level? Like, because I yeah. like what, what Kevin said, like, you could choose, too. It's not like they're taking the freedom away. Yeah. You just know, like, okay, this one's hard. They're just clouding yeah, it Yeah, for they, you. they should definitely have, like, a little letter on them. I mean, that's, there's no reason not to, actually. Yeah, so that's what I think is weird. Yeah, I mean, if there was a hack, yeah, there would, there should be a letter on it, yeah. for like, sure. Other than that, like, my only gripe, like, is, I would say, is, like, in the very last level, if you die, I think there's a checkpoint. The thing is, I never died after I beat the ninja boss when I finally learned how to do it easily. So I don't, someone was saying there's a checkpoint if you beat the third boss yeah, or that, something. Yeah, that was me. I got to that checkpoint. <laughs> okay. Because I died. I died. <laughs> and and then when you start at the fucking beginning, it's like, holy shit. Dude. Yeah, no, but you have to beat that, like, a uh, boss rush. And after you complete that, then it's like a checkpoint area after that point. So That's you're, good. You're in good okay. shape there. So what I did is I did a whole bunch of practice so I could do a flawless run on the first part because I knew I was going to need the next couple of tries on the boss. So I did a good run, so then I just died there. And then uh, I used my last two tries and got the boss with because I had to get that damn suit. <laughs> so Yeah, 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 yeah. At, at the end with, like, the rockets. Yep. yep. Yeah, that part's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That part's really awesome. The only thing that the only thing that annoyed the hell out of me is uh because I was still kind of I still didn't have him down cold with his jumping mechanic. If you make one mistake, you just fall perfectly all the way back down. That whole thing, if you mess up, oh, so I was like, yeah, oh, damn yeah, yeah, it. yeah. But I mean, I didn't lose any health. It was just kind of annoying. Yeah, it's it's designed like to a way where yep. 
Yeah, you pay for the all or nothing. Up. You pay for mm-hmm. mistakes in this game. They don't screw oh, around. For real. <laughs> Luckil- luckily, because the currency was based on enemies, there was no enemy response. So that yeah, helped. that helped. That helped too. Wasn't like bumping in a whole bunch of stuff like Batman that respawned or something. <laughs> God, it kind of reminds. It's it's a little harder than Batman, I'd say. Oh yeah, little, it's definitely harder than Batman. I'll vouch for and that. And a little <laughs> easier than Ninja Gaiden. That's where I would put it. That's that's uh, a little slower paced than Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, way slower than that because yeah. Ninja Gaiden's timing you and everything's coming at you batshit crazy. Yeah. So I mean, this game you could play at your own pace because, like Jeff said, yeah. there's no timer and mm-hmm, you can just point. you can just seize each situation as a screen at a time, and it's yeah, just yeah. you pull it off or not. Like I was having trouble actually with the gravity part sometimes. I, for some reasons, I was hitting it and it wasn't working for me right when I needed it to, and I lost a lot of life in that part, too. Yeah, because, I mean, you take the timer away from Ninja Gaiden, and it becomes a nice, slow-paced yeah, game. exactly. <laughs> Timer's what really makes it. And the thing with the, the gravity that Kevin mentioned, like, this game has, like, every platforming gimmick, like, known to man. Yeah, that was, I actually, like, had that as one of my notes, so, basically, I, I thought Here that was, like, one of my favorite parts was Area, it was Area E had the anti-gravity. Yeah. Um, that reminded me of Mega Man 5 a lot from Gravity Man stage, and you actually tri- trigger the gravity once you can, you know, trigger it on and off. You trigger it exactly the same as Mega Man 5. So, for me, it was easy as shit, and that boss fight was amazing, like, with the anti-gravity and everything. Because, mm-hmm. like, once you start hitting him a few times, he had, like, that red and blue strobing effect. Yep. And it, like, didn't mess with your eyes like a normal NES flashing would or it something. It was like a like, phantom like, or we're, something. We're, it was we're, a weird like, we're like seizure-inducing. <laughs> yeah. We're like Kyle's over there floating around on the ground because he's having, having a fucking seizure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> eyes start to fucking bulge and shit, and Kyle's ah, trying to beat a boss. But um, but no, like that was actually a really good strobing effect, and, and he was like a yeah, he was like a freaking specter or something. It was awesome, a robot specter. Yeah, and while while you're on the anti gravity, so we got Metal Storm for the NES two, Super, Super Mario three mix. Yes, does anti gravity. Yeah. What else does? You guys know anything? Else? Well, Mega Man five. Mega Man, Man does. Stage. Yeah. Um, yeah, but besides it. Um, well. Um, there is a homebrew called Alter Ego. That game does. <laughs> That's the mechanic for the game. Whoa. The whole game like that? Yeah, you get to flip. And there's another game called VVVVV that does that as well. VVVVV. <laughs> VVVVV. Uh, I want to say Bucky O'Hare does. Does it? I want to say one of their levels it does. It sounds like right because it's all spacey and stuff. Mm, Bucky O'Hare might. I haven't played that game in a long time. That one's a guess for me, but I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, and a uh, little Samson with the mouse. He can crawl. On yep. <laughs> He's not really anti gravity, but oh. he crawls on the ceiling. Castlevania three does it count yep. using that one guy? I was going to yeah. say that Grant. Yeah. Grant, the nasty, the pirate. Yep. Yar. <laughs> Grant and Vania three. That's awesome too. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah, I love Grant. But I mean, every gimmick, platforming gimmick, falling, rocks, going underwater, like Blaster Master in the first level, how it's like all slow. Nope. You have to like get, get used to the speed of the... And Mega Man again, when you're in the water, kind of yep. lets you hold it and then it'll go up high. Yeah, for sure. That was actually one of my few deaths that I had during that playthrough was in the fucking water because when you go off some platforms, you have to almost do a blind jump, and I would always hit those fucking spikes. Yeah, me too. Like there's little spike balls. Yep. Sure, and, yeah, those little like mines. Yeah, and I, I got stuck <laughs> in a, a few of those, and I died. Or That's, that red thing would shoot a whole bunch of bubbles, and you couldn't see them until you got close enough, and then you hit it. So yeah, yeah there's a ton of annoying shit in that level. Yeah, and the, actually, I 
I struggled because that boss of the water level, I couldn't do nothing with him because I got to him for the first time. I had no power-ups. I tried punching him to death. I couldn't do it. I had to get back till I had a robot with me to beat him. That was another boss that he looked like Bobo Fett yeah, <laughs> in the water level. Yeah. Yeah. Pain in the yeah, ass. I, that was one that I got to with the suit, and I got to the suit and the, with the ninja. Sometimes you, you just get lucky, man. Like, yeah, sometimes you get lucky, and then you, but, but you don't know how to fight the boss because you just, like, spammed them. And, and you know what? My least favorite fucking level is the goddamn ice. That oh, shit. Oh, it's got the ice. Another platforming classic. Mario 3, level 6. That ice pissed me off so much, though, because going through at a slow pace... If you're going after certain enemies, you just duck and start punching, and you go right into them every fucking time. Yep. And it was pissed. And I, I actually, that was the other level that I died in. Other than that, I didn't really die after that point. Just the two fucking gimmicky levels got me. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, you got, you got Mario 3 Stage 6, you got Mario 2 Stage 4, and then uh, Mario World's got ice here and there. I think it's only like the caves in Mario World, though. I think, like, there's not a designated ice world. That would have been cool if they made one. They should make, like, an extended Mario world. Oh, my God. Like, more worlds. Well, I mean, there is probably close to a thousand Mario hacks on Super Nintendo. And you got Mario Maker coming, so. <laughs> and there's Mario Maker coming. <laughs> but are they, like, hacks that aren't, like, super-duper difficult? Like, just a Mario World game that adds more, like, like an ice world and... Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot. I mean, there's probably more that turn up the difficulty but the the one that we played recently like because we do retro fridays where i get together and drink and we play video games on the weekend and we played ones called brutal mario and it wasn't hard <laughs> it was really cool so believe it or not brutal mario is not a super difficult one <laughs> so because that's probably gonna be my next investment because i haven't bought anything like ever i'll just buy like an everdrive or something that we can do play some hacks for the yeah. podcast or just weird shit absolutely Have you we ever tell people like how it is you know you ever play the newer ones kyle for super mario like the wii one and all that the new super mario brothers series that's still pretty good no the the last one was super mario like world and super mario rpg but super nintendo oh wow yeah, you got at least uh, when they went back to two D with the Wii, those are those are great. You got that one, and then the Wii U one; those are both pretty good. Unless unless you play multiplayer, then it's called Asshole Mario. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a whole different game. Then he's right. <laughs> yeah, and like with the whole, it stopped for me at Mario sixty four. But I I will say, and I think I can probably get good at that game because I was so horrible at it. But because I I never had it until much 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 later. Jeff had it, but I was really good at Ocarina of Time, and that's like the same concept. It's got the 3D, so I'm sure I could get good at it. But um, yeah, the, the last game that I really Mario'd out on was Mario World. But Mario World, and bef- before that, I can like it's like in my sleep, you know, like Jeff and me both. Like it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. We just laugh. Like we can like stop on like most minuscule pixel mark, and it's just kind of like watch this. And it's just like nothing. <laughs> it's just funny. And actually. I got a way for you to play ice skates, Kyle. It's just oh, no. remember when we remember when <laughs> we TV? fucking played Mario World on a hacked Wii on a on an actual LCD TV without an upscaler. We got like, so <laughs> mad, like yeah, we, we were playing so it on the Wii, Kevin, without an upscaler. We were playing the Super Nintendo one. Oh, and it was man. just like ice skates. It was uh, ice skates, man. I bet. Yeah, people say it's frustrating, like trying to get good at a game. It's frustrating, truly frustrating, when you know you're good at a game. <laughs> And you can't play it good. And the lag is killing you. That is like the ultimate like kick in the nuts. Yeah, there, there's really no way. that That's one of the things that I've never been able to overcome is rewiring my brain to overcome lag. No, I can't it's do it. too hard, dude. 
That's why the only LCD that I'll use is like a teeny tiny one because there's no lag. Or or if if Kevin, you know, he has his upscaler. But even with the ups, even with the upscaler, there is like it's minuscule lag, and certain games still will work. I mean, you were able to do Ninja Gaiden, which is a good test. But like I said, like Tyson's Punch Out, there's no way in hell you're beat. You're not beating that game with a scaler. No way. That's the one, dude. The Punch Out is the test. Yeah, because that lo- that one that that's like what a millisecond when he flashes and you got to move. Yeah, it, it's too it's too fast for that scaler even. Now it could be my TV too because I got an older LCD and I've read that there's minimal lag with different models of TV. So, it, but regardless, yeah. I just want it to be lag free when it comes to games like that. So that's why you go to the old CRT that will always keep around. You know. <laughs> oh fuck it. Yeah. yeah, it's always important. like Shatterhand goes oh yeah so yeah. um <laughs> the sub the submarine level i loved when you busted open the tubes and the fucking beast came out oh yeah 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 that was yeah. like a horror movie style those big like lumbering guys and you had to hit them like and that's the thing too i think when you punch them three or four times then you start throwing roundhouses yes it's like boom it makes boom, that different really sound effect so it's like crack yeah. crack and it, it's, it's like very satisfying yeah. Oh yes, and the thing that I, I want to mention, like with with that the whole like health power ups, how you like kneel on the platforms. You can also get other power ups. There's there's other little like, platforms, and they they each have a little like money cost. There's a little thing at the bottom of the platform that says you know like five hundred or thousand. Yeah, and you get power. Yeah, and if you have that that many coins and you you duck on the platform, it gives you you know like whatever. So like one of them is your uh, attack is twice as powerful. But I I've never really seen a game that did it quite like that. Where you like bought stuff on on your way. The way that it was done, I thought that was really cool. As far as the platformer goes, it's almost like you're at a little workstation and you got little parts to upgrade. You have to have 500 upgrade parts, and you sit there and <laughs> upgrade yourself. That's kind of what it is because yeah, everything so gets builds on you. Yeah. yeah, totally like sci-fi style. Yeah, you you do like you build yourself up with the robot. 
you know, two times damage, the, the robo suit Hell. eventually. Yeah, and, um. The, the red mean, vest? Yeah, the red vest is fucking badass. If you yeah. can hold on to that, hold on to that. You're in good fucking. shape with that. I mean, everything's yeah. like one hit, it feels like, with that red vest. That's what you want right there, dude. But, like, I think it's two hits and then you lose the damn thing, so you can't yeah, screw up with that damn thing. It's sad times, you know. I mean, you gotta keep it. Um, Speaking of stuff that every platformer has, Area F does have the uh, classic conveyor belt. <laughs> Just the conveyor belt classicness of a platformer. That's so hilarious. I was just going to say that, too. Yeah, it's got the conveyors, too. And that's, yeah. like, another gimmick. <laughs> and uh, even the boss is on, like, little conveyor belt and everything. And the irony is, is the other yeah. staple, the boss rush mode in the final level, that you fight that boss not on the conveyor, and he's so much easier. Yeah. Right. And But in, in between the bosses, like, they throw in, like, every element of all the other levels in the one yeah. level, except the water. I don't think. That's what I That's what I said, like, is that, like, this boss rush mode, and I wrote that in my notes, is, like, where has it been done quite like this before, though? They actually, because you have to do so much in between each boss, it made it a lot more difficult, which was fun. Um, usually the boss rushes are, like, lumped together and at, like, the end. Right. Or in their own out. separate level. Yeah. And with no power-ups and, you know, things like that. And this one was only a couple bosses, and it was spread out. And yeah. actually, it was it was done really well, I thought. It was fantastic. Um, I just, well, I don't know. It's kind of like I, I was just gonna say. I, I wish they didn't. You didn't have to restart the level at the very beginning, but it makes you like a super master at it too. The, it was done like that purposely so you would learn it. I mean, yeah. so I mean, it has this. It, it was definitely frustrating if you didn't get through it. I happened to get fucking through it, so I didn't actually have to throw my controller. But, <laughs> but um, you know, it's one of those games where you do learn by failing. Yeah. So, absolutely. This is all um, right. I actually didn't beat this the first time I played it. It's the second time. So that's... that's me too. That's Not me. a lot, though. Because <laughs> oh, most of the games, like, are a lot easier than this game, which you could, like, pretty much blaze through a lot of them. Now, that's the... The irony is, is that all three of us this week beat the game. Yeah, that's a that rare one. Fun. Trifecta. Yeah, Triforce of Power. <laughs> exactly. One thing. One thing I wrote down, and I don't actually remember now, but I wrote down the end music sounds like it came out of Ducktales. Yeah, it did have a catchy tune to it. I just can't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah. So, so Kyle, Kyle, right now, mental cue, cue it up. <laughs> like, cue up the song on the podcast. Yeah, man. life is like uh, a hurricane. <laughs> yeah, it definitely wasn't a, a duck, the Ducktales song. It was like <laughs> something like from the moon or. It was there was like a little part in that song at the end, the Shatterhand, that just sounded like a, a song out of the Ducktales game. So it's just like a parallel. So let's let's go into the music. It was pretty badass. Oh, it was amazing. Natsume, though, you know, like they follow this fucking great music. You know? Actually, the irony is, is there's two places I've actually heard that music, and I didn't know about it until I started playing Shatterhand. I was like, oh, that's where it's from. And one was a YouTube channel called Retro Grand Prix. Um, oh. And they basically went through and played a bunch of games with like a party group. And it was like one-on-one -on -one little challenges versus people. And they stopped doing that. Now they're doing Playing Blind. But during the Retro Grand Prix seasons, they used Shatterhand fucking music. And that was pretty fucking cool because I was like, man, that music sounds awesome. I was like, I thought they like downloaded it somewhere or something. You know what I mean? Like when you mm -hmm. hear something really cool, like I thought, well, maybe they got it done for them. The other one was is that the current episode of Retronauts, which they're a very old podcast. They've been around forever. 
their actual current episode, they're playing Shatterhand music, ironically. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. Well, it's good to find music that isn't done to death everywhere, so somebody finally came across it and said, hey, let's use this. Yeah, I mean, it's just a Shatterhand type of fucking month is what it is, man. It's yeah. cool when you're playing something, too, and you just you, you hear something, and you're like, oh, that's where that's from. It's just cool. Yeah, that was the irony is that like I got through our podcast, um, because I always listen to our podcast and you know make sure everything sounds cool. And then I was listening to them, and I heard it. I'm like, oh shit! There, we just we're pl- I, it's ironic that we're playing Shatterhand and they're using the Shatterhand music. Mm-hmm. So that'll be cool. It's like our episode will come out, and then we'll have a little Shatterhand treats too. It's awesome. And I did want to throw in a few more things about the Robo Buddies. Absolutely, Robo it up. So they actually don't continue to the next stage, so you nope. have to start fresh yep. when you start like a new zone area, whatever the fuck. And another thing is, uh, you can actually fly with the robots, and you can throw them too. What what you do when you have them, you duck, so you hold down and A, and it'll, it's kind of like uh, Mario 2, right? And then he'll like start to flash, like the once the, the, the robot will drop towards Shatterhand, and then it'll start to flash... And then you can either press left or right, and you'll throw it to the left or to the right. Or you can fly with it. I think you either press, um, I don't know, the A button again, or you let go of it, or hold up, or something. It's not too hard to figure out, but um, those are kind of like secret moves. I couldn't even find those like on online. I just kind of... Yeah, I only tried the flying one once. I didn't know about the throwing one. The flying one was kind of handy in a level, but... That's about it for me. I didn't know about either, so. What I do whenever we have a homework game, just for fun that night, like, let's say we had a homework game tonight, I would just go on YouTube and watch, like, four or five reviews of that game, just to, like, you know, just chilling, having a beer, just watching it, just get, getting, you know, slowly into it, That's working working my way, is how I, I like to do it. Gotta motivate yourself, motivate yourself. Need the fucking dough, man. Got yeah, it's, it's it's awesome how everybody does their own different ways to prep for a homework game yeah. too. Because, like that's that's the point of us doing these homework games is so that we that way we have you know a fresh and new experience with it. So even if it's a game we played as a fucking kid, we play it again. We're taking it from an we're older now. We're different, you know, aged gamer perspective. Yep. And so, like, Kyle's way is he likes to get obsessed with the game. He likes to fucking watch as much as he can on it. He'll even sometimes, you know, get read the guide and read up on all the little special tactics so he can mentally prepare. Because the longtime listeners of the podcast know that Kyle, being left-handed, definitely has a longer, a steeper learning curve than myself. So I can jump into a game and I like to go from it from a fucking rental perspective and don't do shit, but I pick up on shit really quickly. Oh yeah. And so me going through, I can generally jump through and I'll only reference something if I get completely stuck for a while, then I'll start referencing things. With most platformers, man, it's intuitive for me. Like I don't really have to reference shit, but in this case, I definitely missed, like, the fusing with the robot. I missed the flying. I missed the throwing the robot because I didn't reference anything because it wasn't... It, while it was difficult the first time, when I went through it by myself in my own little world, I was able to conquer it. And that's just me being a hard-nosed NES player, man. <laughs> the Kyle, though, you researching it, like, you kind of came across things, which is awesome, too. It makes a well-rounded podcast, for sure, too, because then you catch all the little treats i love it love it love it i love it <laughs> yeah, kevin fucking conquered it too so yeah let's 
Sure, your fucking story, bro. Uh, it's, I'm just a hybrid of both of you guys. I, I do the Jeff perspective for fun. I just pretend it's a rental, don't read nothing, just try to figure it out. And uh, he, Jeff will probably go at it longer than I will before I look up, but if I start getting my ass kicked or if I get annoyed enough, then I'll look it up pretty quick and at least figure out what's going on and then go back to it and try to beat it. But it's that whole balance of figuring out, what do you want? You want to get an experience out of it. Well, how do you get an experience you, it's an experience by you figuring something out, you know what I mean? It's like playing Legend of Zelda and then you looked up how to do it. You're like, well, that isn't as fun if I would have just sat there and then figured it out myself. So mm-hmm. you got to find that balance for yourself of how you want to do it. So I'll try, a, you know, the college try, I call it, when I do something. And if it ain't going yeah. and, I'm, and I'm getting kind of in a maybe a crunch on time or I'm getting annoyed or whatever, then I'll try my best to just find the snippet of where I'm at because you know how it is with the Internet nowadays. You accidentally come across so much more information than you wanted to know, and it kind of ruins part of the game for you. So... It almost comes in handy if you knew a friend that actually beat the game and then you could just be like, hey, dude, just tell me this part and don't say anything else, kind of. But I guess that's what our podcast is for. People can reference for the parts then so they don't have to spoil the entire experience. But it was a it was a great game all around, definitely, for what was that, 1992 or 90? I can't remember. 92, 90. 91. 91. 91, okay. Yeah, for that for that young of a game, it was very well polished, I'd have to say, for that year set for it. And as everybody kept saying, it's very Mega Man reminder, like the setup. But hey, why would you... Uh, it, that's kind of a compliment if you're referencing a great series like that. But in the same token, I'm not a big fan of... Uh, that close contact stuff, which I understand the robot will give you some extension, but uh, it was like, man, you got to like just punch everything, which is cool and all, but it's, it starts with like Jeff was saying on those levels, you're sliding with the ice and that, like things like that kind of annoy me. It's like, man, I wish they had more of a stable projectile or a reach or something that would do. Or maybe if you were at full life, like if you swung your fist, you'd get like this halfway, like, wave of something that goes across just something that gives you a little bit more range that would that would have helped a little bit that's just a minor gripe but um the thing that killed me the most is kind of goes back to bionic commando what did bionic commando not having it that we all agreed it could have used the save (laughs) bingo or a password system like mega man (laughs) yes yes i'm so glad you brought this up too that that's that's about my only gripe of the game. The that's rest of it is huge, yeah. dude. That yeah. and I will say for me, maybe it's just my own skill level. I wish they were a little bit more friendly with the checkpoints and the levels. Some of them I felt like I got pretty far, and I'm like, dude, I'm all the way back at the beginning again from dying. That's prison rules. I can I can read because I guess we're going into kind of a grade. So yeah, what would you grade yeah. it at then, Kevin? Um, <laughs> it's gonna be about the same around by command. I want to say B plus just because the password system. It would have been an A minus okay. at least for me, but B plus. Okay. So here's what I wrote as my synopsis. I said, so it's super, the difficulty is super tough, but it's extremely learnable through grinding and dying and learning your mistakes. Yeah. Um, I said, there's no passwords or saving needed as the levels <laughs> are very short and very doable playing through it in short stints. Every level is very short. Um, it's just, they're just very hard because of the reach and, you know, the difficulty of the enemies. Um, and I said, besides for the last level, AKA the gauntlet, yeah. uh, that's what I wrote in there. So, I mean, my thing is, is that I don't think it needs passwords or saving at all, 
Because if you did, it would make the game really easy. It would be a monster in my pocket easy. It'd be ridiculously easy if you had saving. Um, I think that check the checkpoints were very fair. Um, just because, I mean, once you learn the game, I wasn't having as much trouble at all, like going through and breezing through. Um, I just went at a slow pace. It's like the Ninja Gaiden thing, then, like yeah. Cause it's the same way. They don't let you. They don't. You can't like go back or anything. And the and the very last level is like the gauntlet. And then Ninja Gaiden's levels are way longer than Shatterhand. You're going yeah, way like faster one. through Ninja Gaiden. It feels like. And they're way longer, so it's like twice as long as Shatterhand. I can see both sides of the of the of the coin there. Well, my whole thing wasn't so much the inside level checkpoints. It was just that hey, I beat stage one, two, and three. I don't have time for the other three for whatever reason. What's my passcode so I can come back to it? That's all my gripe was. That's uh, that's Kevin's old man old man mentality style. <laughs> yeah, like, that's like, right. From from an from an NES eighties and nineties kid, <laughs> yeah, you don't want no fucking passwords or saves because then you're just gonna save it and beat it like it's too easy you gotta gotta get through it the right way and earn your stripes then why did mega man have passcodes <laughs> well the thing is, yeah like what i like about it is like this is the other side of the coin mega man 2 has a password it's just convenient i don't know like i, I don't wanna i if i want to get good at the last level i don't want to have to beat like six levels here's the whole problem you got used to power windows in your damn car and i want power windows in the next car that's all it is i don't want to sit there yeah. and roll and crank that damn thing <laughs> that's just my well, the, the, my the irony is is that um technology has uh, accompanied your old madness now and you just got <laughs> safe states on your flashcards and everything so you can save it <laughs> yeah for, <laughs> for most wanted. games there are surprisingly a good chunk of games that don't save state yeah. but i couldn't tell you why <laughs> But, but I really think that some of these developers purposely did not put a save or password system in order to, quote-unquote, make the game more difficult. Yeah, I agree with that. Is it merited? No, but like a Battletoads, for example, has no pass, pass freaking yeah. word or save. And they did that to make it harder, and it's already hard enough. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like I think they left it in Shatterhand because they only had six levels. And if they put some kind of password or something, it really would kill replayability. Well, isn't it seven levels? Yeah, there's seven. That's it. The intro really doesn't count. It's not yeah. real world. It's a tutorial. <laughs> a- <laughs> so I would yeah. say for, for my grade, um, you know, actually, uh, the only things I would fix is, like, the whole, what, what area, like, can I go in, like, the increasing difficulty thing, you know, mm-hmm. choosing your area, telling you what it is. I still think a password system would, would be nice. It's like Castlevania Three. Like, you don't need one, but they give you one. See, I'm all about the options. Because I can appease both you and, and Kevin if I design the game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, there's no reason not to have the extra passwords. But yeah, like... Both the games you referenced, though, had, like, 12 levels, and this one has 7. But if, if you don't want to <laughs> put it in, then don't. And another yeah. thing that made me think of that I really liked about the game, it kind of reminded me of Shovel Knight. You can make the game even more difficult if you want by ignoring those power-up stations. You don't have to buy those power-ups while you're going through the level. No. So you could just be like, like, I beat it without power-up stations, yeah. So that's pretty cool, too. I I, I do want to add, you can punch bullets. Yeah. It's also, though, like, you don't have to look at that hot blonde that's walking by. (laughs) You're gonna fucking do it. It's there. So, I mean, that's that's the irony, is that, like, if they did that, the designers did that on purpose and did, didn't put cer- certain aspects or put certain aspects in there on purpose for people to use. Yeah. So, because they know if it's there, like, you're going to use it because it's a, it's an actual feature at that point. 
but you still had to kill enough enemies to be able to pay for it, which was nice too. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing you could not get all the robot power ups. Yeah, yeah I, would, <laughs> but, I would say like the the speed run that I watched, the guy was punching every bullet. So like, learn how to do that. Uh-huh. It's extremely important. It's like Shinobi Three in on Genesis. You can block every bullet with your sword. So if you get good enough, that game's like cakewalk, and it's that game's beautiful. We need to play that game through one time. There's a level where you're like riding on a horse. I mean, that game is beautiful. Oh, Shinobi Three, yeah, yeah, for Genesis. Oh my god. I, th- I think th- I think back in the day when we had the Vag Masters Club, VG Masters Club, that was one of the um, challenges, wasn't it? Like we had to do something in Shinobi Three. I think it was the you had to take a picture of the horse scene or something. Yeah, that was it. I think yep. so. Yeah, that was a fucking so. amazing game. We might have to figure out a way once we get a solid listener base and get people commenting all the time. Get like have like a little challenge per homework that we have that everybody's hey we're playing this game let's uh do this <laughs> or something that way on the forums that we post on you know makes it a little more interactive or something that'd be yeah. pretty fun that'd be great and uh the last thing so i, I would have to actually say i have to give this game so- a solid a yeah that's if that's the least of my like concerns then like <laughs> it's not very much <laughs> you just wanted you just want the option to say, to say if like or to save your progress somehow. But I mean, if even if you can't, still can't. And it's not like you know. It's not. It's not a deal breaker. It's not making me shit the bed or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. But it would just be nice. Now, um, I actually want. There's so much I could talk about, and we, I, I know we need to take a break here, but I, I could probably throw this in, in the next few minutes. Yeah. Let's uh. Let's let's wrap up Shatterhand. Yeah. Um. And so with my grade, I would probably be at about an A minus. So that would probably be the overall grade if we average it, anyways. Yeah, I'm 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 good with an A minus because I wouldn't change a whole lot. Um, I do think that I agree with Kevin that the close quarters is a little confining. I mean, the reason why in Castlevania it was so good is because that whip had some reach exactly. to it, especially when you powered it up. So that that little bit of distance gives you a little more comfort than having to get up close and personal. But it was very satisfying beating the shit out of people. <laughs> so, I mean, it's one of those things where it's a double-edged sword. It was very empowering. It was awesome to beat the crap out of people with your bare fist and then add robot buddies to it yeah. to give you some extra distance. But um, I do think that, you know, if that was – that would be the only thing that knocks it down, you know, a half a, half a letter for me. <laughs> that's that's it. And that's very close. I mean, it's it's very learnable and it's very – tough <laughs> so Challenge. yeah this is what and i was looking like the games back in the day were like 59.99 man like, oh yeah and you want a fucking game if you pay that much you want a game that you're not gonna beat overnight right like exactly so that's where shatterhand again like i can't really fault it because or it was a rental it, it gives you your money's <laughs> worth god damn it yeah it, it does and if you if you had a save system you could just or password you could just re-enter the password and trudge through it arena style that's why i can see your side too yeah it's like yeah you have to earn your fucking stripes to beat this game and i do like the satisfaction of finally getting through a game after you've earned your way by fucking busting your ass dying a bunch of times it's very satisfying very yeah. satisfying and uh I, I, just for tips and tricks um the, yes the, the, love the, it the mine bot is awesome. You, the grenade bot, whatever you want to call it, because you can throw little bombs, and they're really strong. So that's really good for the bosses. That one's actually beta, 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 
And then the bounce bot is the best one that I would use for the last level. That's alpha, beta, beta. What about the horrible one I forgot about? It, like, is a disco ball that just swings barely anywhere back and forth. No, there's a few bad ones. There's yeah, that a few one's bad a, ones. That one's a dud. That like, I, I didn't yeah. like the fire either. The fucking that one's bad. Thrower, yeah. man. It's too because short. like you would have to like as soon as you initiate it, you have to wait for it to power up, and then you start shooting, and the distance is very short. The laser's oh, cool. Yeah, laser had to wait forever. That one was kind of yeah, slow. Yeah, you had to let it charge. Yeah, but that one was fine. But the fire like was really short. Oh, it only okay. lasts a little bit, and you had to wait for it to power up. It was like pretty much garbage. Yeah, like you're I just right. used him as cannon fodder, and he's just like, "Hey guys, with the actual robot." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and for the uh, laser bot, the only level that I would really recommend him for is Area Six, and that's the one where there's, yes. an, el- there's an elevator at the very end, and mm-hmm. on the bottom of the elevator is this like turret that's going left and right. It's like connected to the elevator. And you can't take them out unless you have a projectile that shoots. So the the laser bot actually takes them out beautifully. Now I I wanted to mention I had the, a weird ass glitch on this level. Oh. So I I had the laser bot, and I had um the combination almost complete for the suit. So the laser bot too I gotta mention is alpha alpha beta. So at this point I had alpha alpha, and I just need a beta right. I, I got a power-up, and it it was beta, because if you punch it, we, we got to mention that too, if you punch the power-up, you can, you can change turn the power it from up. alpha to beta, or yeah. back again. So I had it ready for beta, right? I'm, I'm on my last health pellet. I get the beta at the exact same time, so I, I activate the suit at the exact same time that I die. Oh, that's weird. And, <laughs> and this is where glitches always happen, because it's two things happen at once, and then it doesn't yeah. So what happens is, okay, so I die, right? Like, I fall on the ground on, on the elevator, and it's, it's, it's still going up. But I can still slide to the left and to the right with my, like, <laughs> lying body. That was crazy. <laughs> and, then, and then when I attacked, it was the alpha-beta blocks. Weird. I could, like, what? shoot the enemies with the alpha-beta blocks. <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. <laughs> and it, the level and like it that? did... And it did damage. I eventually died like a few moments later because the programming and the the death for time took its toll and then eventually it was over. Um, But during that time, yeah, I I was shooting alpha beta blocks and killing like the bad guys. It was the weirdest thing. (laughs) That's awesome. That was a crazy glitch, dude. There's there's Kyle breaking the game this week. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Nicely done. It also seemed like the deaths took forever. When you died in that game, you like stared at the screen for ten seconds till the next it came back. That's what I'm saying. That that's why I had so much time. It was weird, to, like to, to throw those little things out because yeah, that the integer of time is pretty long. Yeah, I was like, man, come on, I'm dead. I don't need to sit here and watch a funeral procession about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to irritate me when I was dying. Yeah, like quote unquote, like radio silence goes. Yeah, yeah like you're like, come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Ten Let's seconds go. can be like an eternity. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for listening to VGBS. We appreciate everybody taking the time to get through this whole uh, arduous podcast. We love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you want to correspond with us, you can email us at vgbspodcast at gmail.com. We also have a phone number. It is 262264BGBS. You can leave us a voicemail, choose a text message. Um, whatever you want to do, correspond. Also, comment on us. Shoot us a message on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, 
leave a message on one of Kevin's videos on YouTube. We love hearing what people um, think about the podcast. All right, see you later. Woo. Take it easy, guys. Later.